Holy. <laughs> what was wow, in that pizza start. I ate last yeah. night? Yeah. I enjoyed no, I see it you twice. got your underwear on. Yeah. <laughs> it's too tight. <laughs> Episode 70, <laughs> 74, right? 73. 73, shit. 73, and it's February 6, 2021, and America is still here for the moment. Just barely. Boy. We Just, have not been zapped by a laser yet. Crazy ass motherfucking week, I tell you. <laughs> oh, the Jewish, you're talking about the Jewish space lasers, aren't you? We just get right yes, in. I am. Yeah. Those, those Jews and their bagels and lasers, I tell you. Yeah, I, uh, I would like, I would, I would like something like that to exist. That there are space <laughs> lasers that can start forest fires, and there's. Oh, I thought you meant room. Jews. Well, no, and I mean they no. they exist. I, I yeah. know one, but the um, <laughs> I mean, you know, you watch all these movies as a kid. Yeah, that reminds me of a story. But so you watch all these movies and there's a supervillain, right? And the supervillain, you know, he's got a space laser and he's, you know, if you don't pay me, whatever, you know, we don't we don't have any supervillains. We just have these nebulous villains that you can't really identify, like white supremacists yeah. or right, you know, right. a terrorist or, you know, acne. Yeah. Or a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Stuff yeah, like yeah. That. But if we had like Dr. Evil or somebody that just. You know, we did. He, we just voted him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had that, you 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 know you'd you'd have a hero, some guy. Yeah. You know, SEAL Team Six. You know, Sergeant yeah. whatever. He would just yeah. go take him out. You know, and you could cheer and all that kind of stuff. Now we just have like, oh, uh, is is a billionaire in charge of Amazon? Is he the supervillain or is it the ex president or is it just? Every one, every American, are we the supervillains? You know, yeah. Mm. I I'd think like it's for, the supervillains. Like I think would be people that don't do very good road work or filling in potholes. That <laughs> does a lot. Of, those people are just mean. You know, you could you could fix that if you really wanted to, but you don't. I think it's, it might be somebody in quinoa or QAnon. Quinoa is quinoa. Easy <laughs> <laughs> <Crazy> stuff. <laughs> You know they should fill they should fill potholes with garbage and then just kind of resin over the top of it so you oh you yeah know, just like something to look at while you're at a red light like oh sure, listen yeah. pack of smokes and an old diaper and a coke bottle look at that yeah the, the stuff they don't Time want to put a landfill that say that that can't they won't won't you know will be here in two hundred years put that in the put that in the pothole hmm. if it's going to be for two hundred years I'm just trying to get through you know the the winter or old breast implants just put, fill the potholes with those. Mm, do that on, you do that on hollywood boulevard so they do turn to rock yeah <laughs> that's true that's true by the way this hey. whole laser thing with the with the jews my, my only question is <laughs> you know, you know I think like, before, before you go maybe maybe just as a part of a time capsule where do these <laughs> jewish lasers come from yeah we should tell that story for for posterity well, i don't know where they come from i i'm not from georgia how, and i don't how know did you get how congressional did you, seat how did you but, hear about this <laughs> <laughs> I evidently, you know, um, one of the great political minds of the of the of the new century uh, saying that the forest fires were started by the Rothschild family, which is a a prominent Jewish family, I guess, that has these yeah. space lasers. Now, yeah. what they didn't say is why the Jews would want to, you know, to laser the for the forest that I don't understand. I'm not really sure yeah. it, you know, you I can understand. Motive. Yeah, what what I can understand if they would laser a certain part of the garment district because they want to get a better markup on, you know, some stuff or whatever. But I don't understand 
why, what would be the purpose of that? How do they gain, what, what, what do they gain from that? that? That would be my serious question to her if that's what she did tell you and what happened. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what know. have you got to gain? Yeah, what does what anybody like got she's, to gain? Like she says, uh, like Sandy Hook was a staged event. Who would stage it and for what reason? She tried to explain it, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just actually cruel. And that's just. It, real, it really is just horrible. You know. I mean, Horrible. even if you, even if you think that, all right, why it, would you say it? All right. Here's, right, I just, right. I just, while you were talking, I was looking up what was, let me, cause I have a way of doing search terms these days, but I'm no like, way. why would, why would Jews <laughs> burn up things with a space laser? Right. And it's actually a listing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got a, I got a good answer for that. So this, um, <laughs> You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the representative from Northwest uh, Georgia, the yeah. Rome and Calhoun area. She um, <laughs> she says it's the Rothschilds and they're burning the forest to get their railway stations approved. So I guess they they want to do these, uh, you know, high speed rail maybe between Seattle, Portland, San Francisco yeah. and L.A. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And so. There's some forest in the way, so the Jews burn it all up so they can get their um, train stations put in. I knew it! I'd so been there you, telling you. Um, wow. Well, that was, boy, lucky for them they could invent a laser that could do that as opposed to just a bulldozer to bulldoze a, you know, the, the actual forest yeah, out of the Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's, you know, a space laser would cost billions of dollars to make, you know, what the train trains now just fail. Right. I mean, and isn't Amtrak always broke? I mean, how many how many train yeah. train tracks do you go over and a train hasn't been on them in 200 years? Right. You know, right. Right. Would, you could do just get into the space laser business. That would be more profitable. There's I don't think investment. that would be my first shot. But yeah, like you could say, hey, would you guys like to burn up the Ayatollah? Whoever? Yeah. Just send your, you know, just uh, enter it in the website and bzzz, we space lasered him. Uh -huh. Or you could use it, just laser the area that you want the uh, pipeline, the Keystone pipeline, why don't you just laser that and go, oh, sorry, we killed all the wildlife, the caribou's gone, and sorry about that. Well, we might as well just put the pipeline there now anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just full of dead Faster money. Yeah. Yeah, faster return on your laser investment. Wow. Uh, there you go. So we got to the bottom of it. She's yeah. uh, she's trying to protect uh, some other state from... Um, yeah, I need to call her and see, what, you know, see if she's okay. You know, she kind of lost yeah. some of her... You know, when I, when I listened to her talk, like she was, you know, there's a, some soundbite of her on the, on the congressional floor explaining how it wasn't her fault that she believed all this stuff, but just <laughs> the sound of her voice, her accent and, and that kind of thing just, you know, reminds me of home. And I just have a visceral reaction to that. I'm just like, oh shit, she's one of those, you know, just the kind of person that yeah. you, you do not want to spend time with. I don't hear an accent in her. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Otherwise, boy. She's just a distraction. She's just another little moment, momentary distraction. So the rest of the evil people there can go out and raise money for the. I think I, I think I disagree. I think she's got she's got legs. She's she's going to come out of this like a hero. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. the only she's the only one that's battling for Trump against these evil other people. My yeah. question is what what is her legislative record? What does she stand for? What is she doing for her constitute uh, her What does she uh, stand for? I think we all know. 
know the answer no, no, I'm that. serious, Leo. What, what do you, you know? I mean, obviously all this stuff, but I would say, fine, okay, you know, believe what you want to believe, but what, what are you going to do for your constituents uh, in Northern Georgia there? What are you, what, what is it, you know, is it healthcare or your, are you, what, what's your economy? What's your, what's your takes on getting the economy back uh, other than just saying, oh, well, we need to get everybody back to work. Great. Um, that's real brilliant of you. That's a real political, uh, you know, coup there if you could do that. What is she? I don't understand what she's trying I, uh, to do. I, I have the information here. I was looking. Of course you do. You so uh, <laughs> she uh, graduated with a bachelor's degree in business administration from the University of Georgia. She and her husband owned a commercial construction company, and she started and sold a CrossFit gym. Uh, she's a conservative wife, mother of three, and a businesswoman in the construction industry who stands with President Trump and against the left-wing socialists who want to wreck our country. She said, I'm running to stop gun control, open borders, the Green New Deal, and socialism. Radical socialists want Americans on the same government-run health care plan with welfare recipients and illegal immigrants. Marjorie Green is fighting against these radical socialists and will take the fight to Congress. There you go. And she did. She won because the other guy withdrew, I think. she. Oh, really? Yeah, some kind of weird thing where she... Um, yeah, she didn't. She was not... Went from one district to area another, to so another. So she could win. Yeah. Do you realize when Trump comes back, if he runs in 24, right? He's going to be like Jesus Christ coming back. It's, it's going to be huge. I feel bad for you people because when I'm down in New Zealand and reading about all that... <laughs> you son I'm, of a... <laughs> you, how dare you leave us with this? Not my problem. Well, of course, you know, Kelly will be back in Canada and I don't know. He'll John, be, you're, he'll be, you'll be fishing Canada. somewhere, John. <laughs> if you we know have what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. If that happens, I'm going to get myself a damn make America great again hat and just go embed myself like a like a Nazi spy just right in the Ooh. center of America. And I'll be like, yeah, oh. yeah, I left California because those liberal whatever. And then I'll just. I'll just go to the the clan meetings and, and ask questions like, is that true? Is that, is that uh-huh. thing you're saying true? Because that sounds crazy. I got the hat, so I'm on your side. Yeah. It's all good. But, you know, can you, you know, what about that? Does anybody else think that sounds crazy? And I'll just kind of like start a really slow decade long effort. And then when I, when I die from some, you know, condition, because we don't have any FDA or anything anymore. And I've been lead poisoned in my, you know, milk or something, then uh, I will have made a difference. And you guys hey, are just living your life in some <laughs> other country. Happy too. Um, what, what, the, um, this is off subject a bit, but <laughs> I know that, I know that there are a lot of Trumpers here where we live, I would yeah. say, mm-hmm. but I have not seen one MAGA hat in public. Have you? I mean, walking around here in our town. In I, I have seen them in the past. I, I've seen them. The past I haven't seen them. Yeah. It's not since the election, but when you see no. them, it's like, oh shit, what, what is, why are you wearing that in public? What the hell yeah, is your yeah. problem? You know, I haven't seen it. Wow. I saw I've, some, I've, I saw some yeah. gardeners wearing red baseball hats Ooh. day before yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, what the, and then I realized, you know, one of them was the, uh, you know, the Washington nationals and the other one didn't have anything on it. It was just a red baseball hat. And I'm like, boys, that's a bad idea. Wow. What I do, what I do when I see the the maggot hat, um, I I make sure that they see me, and then if I'm with my you know my my wife or somebody, I just turn to them and kind of whisper and kind of look at them, mm-hmm. and then look back at them, and you just watch them squirm. 
Yeah, you, can't might, you might be whispering like, do we have eggs? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know, if I turn to my wife and going, I, I, you, know, you really look pretty today. I love you. And then I look back at right. them and they're, and you could just see them squirming going, oh, what, what is he saying? You know, and they can't confront you, right? Because yeah. you didn't say anything to them, you know. Oh, no, they so, can't confront you. No, they, well, they, they would be starting something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. you know, I just, just anything you, you can just you fuck with somebody's see, head. You don't see MAGA hats when you're, you're taking your mom to the Walmart? No. I mean, that's where they should be congregating. Um, well, I've only recently been taking her, so it's basically been after the election. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I don't think a lot of those people want to wear that stuff now because, yeah. you know, um, of what happened and what have you. But uh, I didn't see that many. John, I did see a couple in the last, you know, a couple of years and stuff. And it's at the, you know, local hardware store or, it's, yeah. you know, somebody, you know, maybe at maybe at the local grocery store or something like that. But I haven't seen that many, you know. Well, my I mean, my associates that are uh, Trump supporters, they claim that they can't they don't feel comfortable putting out a Trump sign or wearing those hats or any of that kind of stuff because the uh, radical left will key their cars. And I'm like, that's not what the radical left does. And of course that started the whole, oh yeah, what about Black Lives Matter? But here's the thing. I found that one gender reveal party that caused that huge uh, uh, forest fire out in Riverside County or whatever, that caused more damage than all Black Lives Matter riots put together. Like okay. in every in every state everywhere, it didn't add up to as much as that one gender reveal fire. So there you oh, go. Have you left yet? Oh wow! Um, no, I haven't seen a lot of those hats. Um, no, I I have not seen one. I feel like we should buy some because it's going to be like Nazi paraphernalia one day. You'll be able to sell it for a lot. <laughs> yeah, you think? Oh yeah, especially if you keep it in the package, eh? Yeah, oh yeah, the non-biodegradable made, touch in, it, made in don't China touch it with label the, with the oils in your fingers. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it right next to my original Led Zeppelin three album that has never been opened. That way, that'll be worth a bunch of money. No, wait, is a is an original Led Zeppelin three album worth money? There is. I don't know what, if it's a Led Zeppelin three. It is mm. one of the Led Zeppelin albums. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm. That if you have the original, like probably the, the one release, I threw away, that and I don't know if there was a you know a misprint on it or something like that. But oh, there is one a, of those things. It's it's one of those albums, you yeah. know, that if you had one of those, you'd be sitting on a pile of cash. I don't know how wow. many were made. Are wow. we talking four hundred or four thousand? Well, I I think it's you know five figures, maybe 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 six figures. I don't know. I do have the master tapes from that. Wait, wait, wait. Is that worth anything? Danny, are you telling me that you are sitting on a $100,000 record? I have no idea. I'd have to look. And you, wait, wait. So in your your stash of stuff, there is Mm -hmm. something that is worth a ton of money, and you just casually don't really know. Yeah, you maybe yeah, maybe I have a hundred thousand. I don't know. I might have something. Fifty five. I got a 000. lot of shit that I don't I know. know but what. why don't you care about? Oh yeah, I I, I dug out that record. It is worth a hundred thousand dollars. I just sold it. Look at my pool. Yeah. Well, that takes a lot of work going through all my <laughs> crap. I'm just, <laughs> just you do saying. have a lot of you do have a lot of shit. I you got know. some comic books from the sixties that I think might be worth something. But. 
you know, the thing about, I have comic books. I have a bunch of comic books that I want to just give to some kid that would read a comic book, but they, they have some value, but they only really have value. Like if you go and take each one and you go on, on the eBay and you're like, Oh, I can get $3 for this one. Oh, I can get $10 for that one. Because if you go to the comic book store, you look in the case and they're like, Oh, Spider-Man number four. Yeah, I, I have that. Look, it's worth $75. And you say, Hey, I've got Spider-Man number four. Will you give me 75? No, I'll give you five bucks. That one's $75, but nobody's buying it because who gives a shit? Right. It's a comic book. Yeah. 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 Though I do have I a wonder, neighbor. I have a neighbor that sold a bunch of comic books to pay for some home improvements. He had some really, wow. really but I mean, he paid a lot for them and, and they appreciated and he was watching them and stuff. There, do you there, think, well, go ahead, Danny. No, I was going to say, do you think that that market is still there now with COVID? Do you think that whether it's a comic book or a baseball card or a record album or whatever? I bet you, I bet you more than ever. I feel like hmm. people are just sitting at home bored. Do they have the cash, though, is my question. Yeah, I mean, uh, my wife and I were talking to um, some people recently about buying and selling houses. And everything, everywhere seems to be selling quickly like you know back in tennessee in the hills there are all these people coming from out of state that are just buying a little farm or buying a little house just because just because you can and we were looking at this place we we went in florida and it's like you know a house comes up for sale and in 30 minutes it's got a an offer on it yeah. you know and people people are just so i think i think people are just sitting around shopping on amazon or you know looking for something to keep them interested. So yeah, this is probably a great time to sell stuff because mm -hmm. people are bored. Yeah. Hey, but I, the, but money, wouldn't money be tight because a lot of people aren't working? Well, that's yeah, what but, I was thinking. No, but you're not going to sell a hundred thousand dollar Led Zeppelin thing to a, to a waiter that's out of business. That's out of work. You know, yeah. You're yeah. going to be selling it to a guy that's working yeah. from home and that, you know, just bought. A yeah. But my question is like, whatever. But my question is, okay, you have a you have an old comic book, let's say, that is worth, you know, I don't know, twenty five dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Not a not a like, you know, are you going to be able to sell that now, as much as you would, you know, you would have been two years ago when you had somebody goes, okay, I'm working, I can drop twenty five. I've always wanted this to be part of my collection or whatever. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, your high end items. There's going to be some market out there for them. Yeah, but the the ones that are, do have, uh, you know, some value you know, an appreciated value or collector value or whatever. Are there, is that market still there? That's my question. I think we should ask Kelly to go sell all his comic books and then report back next week. How'd you do? I, know. I got I an wonder, idea. I why wonder, don't we I all wonder. take, why don't we all take something, one thing that we have, one comic book, one record album, whatever, or a book. And we think that it might, and see if we can sell it and see who sells it first. You know, like I've that's got a, a, that's a great idea. You I, know. Oh, just, you know what I got? At right now, I got a, a GI Joe from 1967 in really good shape, blonde, uh -huh. you know, a blonde GI Joe. I, I've heard that those things are kind of worth something. Oh, oh yeah, they are. Not and in the box. Not in the not in the box, but you could get something and you take some good photos of it and show. Sure, you know, it doesn't have any damage or whatever. Yeah, people will buy that shit. People, I mean, people will buy whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay we should learned. pull something out, something that we think can sell, whether it's old, whether it's uh, you know, I mean. 
don't go buy a, you know, don't go buy a microphone and then don't turn around and sell it again for you know, say, Oh, I bought this, you know, I sold this mic for 50 bucks or yeah. Yeah. I'm talking All about right. something that we got or we have either it's older or whatever. That's what I was telling my wife. You know, like I, 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 I say that, you know, if, if I died, if something happened, don't fret over what something might be worth. Like it might be really valuable. You know, like my guitars, they're not that valuable, you know, 400 bucks at the most, except for I've got a, you know, an American strat that's maybe a thousand. So don't lose sleep over my shit, you know, yeah. like that. If there's anything really important, I would tell you, oh, I've got an old Popeye lunchbox I'm looking at here too from 1966. But people are going to need that, that when you start leaving warm. the house again. <laughs> yeah. When Take I go your, hiking. Does it have a little thermos in it? It does. Yeah. Ooh, if, that's got to be worth something. Yeah, that that, that would be, be the thing that you could get some money for. All right. Well, look at that. It's Popeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's in good shape. You like yeah, that. Yeah, so you, nice. if you take a bunch of good close-up photos of that and, you know, show that the, the thermos in there, yeah, that the that's the kind of where it's got a glass liner, right? Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. And you drop it and it shatters and you're lost forever. And, and the real man drinks it anyway. <laughs> Strain the glass with your teeth. Yeah. And then your parents beat you because you broke that and they're going, well, we're not buying you another one. You're just going to have to go thirsty. Yeah. Just it's take a peanut take butter a, sandwich. Take a giant grocery store brown paper bag as punishment. Hey, listen, you know? I got I got a question for you guys off the subject of collecting items and selling, but we still we should, should do that. Okay, so yeah. it's it's not along not kind of along the lines of the Rothschilds and the uh, destroying the forest for the railroad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, right lately, you know, or just recently, you saw that the Mega and the Powerball were like a billion dollars, right? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, if I would have won this, what I would have done, because other than just saying goodbye and, you know, having vacations and all that stuff, <laughs> moving I'm to thinking, New Zealand, yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy New Zealand. But um, I was thinking, okay, what would I want to do? So let, I thought about this, you know, this whole idea of railroads. What you know, I've, I've, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I think we as Americans have not really utilized technology and rail travel, right? Especially. Mm-hmm you know, passenger rail travel. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously our, our, uh, the freight is huge. You know, that's that, uh, you know, that's how we get all of our goods around the country between yeah. trucks and railroad. Right. Mm-hmm. So what if we, you know, and, 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 and the reason I'm bringing this up is like, okay, so you got a good billion dollars here. Right. And then you go to a couple other billionaires and say, you know, listen, why don't we do this? Why don't we start building a national railroad system? for passengers, right? And we start all small and we start connecting all these areas across the country to the major centers like Los Angeles, Chicago, Atlanta, you know, New York, you know, Seattle, whatever. Because I was thinking, what would happen like if you and I, you know, had a job, right? Where we had to, you know, like I had to work in, in my in my my job, but I didn't want to live in LA. But I wanted to live up, let's say, you know, up in Paso Robos or, or or Santa Barbara, which is a good hour, a three, four hour drive away. But I could take a high speed rail and I could take an hour commute. And then I could come into work, get off, do my job, get back on the and be home for dinner or whatever. How would that change the political climate right, or the political demographics of a certain area? Because don't you think that people in the urban areas would say, hey, listen, if I can have a bigger home. And I could work in my job in, in L.A. or New York, whatever. Now, my voting district is, you know, someplace in Northern California that tends to be, 
either really, really Republican or really, really Democrat. Now it gets kind of more homogenized in that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, huh? Wouldn't that, and, and maybe that is why some people would fight against it, meaning political people would fight right, against right, it because right. they don't want, we don't want a balanced group of people living in one area. We want, we want extremists. We want somebody super left, super right. So they can control that. So they can go. And so just like the, this nutty lady can go into, you know, this poor rural, you know, predominantly white area of Georgia and say, Hey, I got an education and I'm telling you the left is screwing you. And here's what's going on vote yeah, for me. Yeah. And they vote. But if you, if, if let's say we were living in that area in Georgia, but we were commuting to Atlanta or whatever bigger, big city in mm -hmm. Georgia, we would say, no, 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 you're not so educated when you're wrong. So she wouldn't get into power. I mean, I wonder if yeah. that would be something that the country would, would rally around or if the politicians would say, no, we don't need rails because of, you know, environmental issues or no, it's too expensive or no, all this, but it's also, it's mainly because they don't want to lose their power in that sure. demographic base. Well, and they, yeah, power and money. I think you're seeing some of that now with everybody sure. working from home. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, I mean, I, I used to work with a guy and he secretly moved to North Carolina and his, his work doesn't know. You're mm -hmm. kidding. Yeah. I mean, it does, nothing, nothing matters as long as he is. Oh, it's happening with my company too. I know people that yeah. haven't told the company that they're not in LA anymore. Well, and the, see, the problem is if like, so this guy worked for a very large company that had offices in every state. So it's kind of not a problem for them. But if you, let's say your company, Danny, doesn't have offices in every state and I'm, I was an employee and I moved to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Your company's not really set up to pay me Oklahoma sales, uh, income that's, tax, that's you know, what that I was kind thinking, of stuff. The state and tax, yeah. yeah, state tax and that kind of stuff. So what they're all doing is kind of, you know, it's, it's not a big deal because it's California, but they're saying continue to pay me in California, but I actually live in a different state that you're not set up to, you know, whatever. So there's this kind of, you know, gray market of it's, it's messy. Yeah. It is messy, but, well, but if you, I love the idea of a, you know, yeah, instead of like doing SpaceX and, you know, all that kind of stuff, do train X and have super fast trains and just, you know, can I get from here to Dallas in a few hours? You know, how awesome would that be? What if I could take my car, put it on the train and then go sit in a train car and, and have drinks and food and you know that kind of stuff and wi-fi yeah. and whatever and just just 700 miles an hour yeah. to to dallas or somewhere and then get out and i could go see my kid in austin you know would be a hell of a lot better than a two-day drive from here well yeah. and also too i mean obviously it'd be rather expensive to take your car because everybody else would want to take their car but but what if the train just did that? What if the train had this, you know, like in those ferries and stuff in Europe or whatever, you just drive your car on and you leave it and then you get on and, you know, I mean, somebody could figure that out. Just yeah. It would be just, very expensive, though, John. What I'm saying is if, if, it, if it's a four hour or a three and a half hour train ride from here to Dallas, but you're going to spend how much to ship your car, why wouldn't you just get a $49, you know? Because I wouldn't have my car when I got there. No, you rent one. You really, no, well, you know, I mean, you, yeah, sure. You sure you could. But if I, if I like wanted to say, I wanted to go across country, you know, I drove across country before that's a, that's yes, that's a hell of a trip. But if I could put my car on a train and go to sleep and wake up and, and I'm actually somewhere else. 
Well, great. but I was thinking more like, you know, and yes, that would be great to go to Dallas in three and a half hours on a train where you can sit and read and have lunch or whatever. But I was thinking more in just local, like I said, locally, where normally, let's say I wanted to live up in Big Bear or I want to live in Paso or I want to live somewhere else. Yes. Right. Yeah, that'd be, be great. And then I commute, you know, and, and by the way, this whole, like you said, this now working from home, this five day, you know, eight to five is not going to happen. Right. You know, for most people, mm-hmm. and then granted, you know, if you're, if you're in retail or whatever, where you have to physically be in job because of customers, but for companies that don't, Hey, I would love the fact that, you know, other than missing you people, but I'm not seeing you guys now anyway, but I would love to live somewhere that I like the land and I like, you know, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I, I get on a fast train, right. And I can be at work in an hour. I can be well, down here. Let me, how, would how would awesome. That, okay. So you just built that. How would that work? Would you go from, you know, Paso to Grand Central Station and then you have to figure out how to get to wherever your office is? I mean, it seems like you would spend as much time on the bullet train as you would on the Metro Link, you know, or whatever. The... Well, you, in, in LA, you could. That, w- that could be a problem getting from Union Station to to wherever Beverly Hills or Santa Monica or whatever. But I think that you would find that those particular uh, methods of transportation, whether it be the Metro link, the buses or whatever it is, they would be even more efficient because they would be having doing this, you know, they would be making more money because more people would be doing this. You get get an express to somewhere instead of also don't forget, there'll be less. I won't be driving a car. I'll be on a bus or a train where the Mm -hmm. infrastructure is. So, if I did take a bus, I wouldn't be sitting in traffic for an hour because there's less people because we're all not living here and commuting on the same time and same frame. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, for yeah. you and I, you know, when you work on the West side or whatever, you know, you and I both took up one car, right? Because we mm-hmm. couldn't commute together. Yeah. We couldn't, mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't uh, ride share. So this would be eliminate that you would maybe once, you know, like I said, you go in once or twice a week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't have to go in every every day, all day, because a bunch of time you could just work from home like we are now. Exactly. Yeah. And then think about, I mean, think about the jobs. Think about the economy on that. What do you, you would be just maintaining trains, just building cars, just servicing them, you know, mm-hmm. having. Well, your, your local grocery store, wherever you live, just doubled in size and sold something besides iceberg lettuce and ranch dressing, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, and if you, great. you and should if, be, you should be governor. The problem is it's so, so prohibitively expensive, you know, I mean, trillion dollars to build a railway, you know, a rail station. But I, I would think if, if, if I was the state, I would say, you know what, we're putting this in and we're going to, we're, here's the jobs, right. And we're going to deal with the environmental issues, mm-hmm. right. We're going to be res, you know, responsible, but. I mean, there, the thing is there are a hell of a lot of train tracks out there already. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's not like you're going and I mean, you might have to make them better train tracks or straighter, or flatter or something like that. But I mean, you know, trains are running all across America. I mean, when I was driving yeah. across country, you just see this mile long train off in the distance in the desert. A, a freight train. like Freight train. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No people, but, you know, those, you know, box cars yeah. and, you know, liquid carrying cars or whatever. You know, yeah. Right. I mean, they're, you have, they're, they're, they're working. Yeah. And and you have a, you know, a certain minimal 
infrastructure set up just from the old rail system or the current rail system. I mean, build build those trains, build those passenger trains right next to those freight trains if you have yeah. to. Okay, so you're going to take up somebody's land. Fine, you write them a check. I mean, it's not like you're, you know, you're going to move, you know, you're not moving the entire, our entire little town. You're going to find a way to make it work within that, you know. Yeah, the, it'd be the, nice. It'd be nice if you could, I was thinking about our, like our train tracks, you know, kind of near your house there. Like, yeah. Where they cross an intersection, you know, it's, there's a lot of trust, right? That, 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 mm-hmm. that car is not going to be trying to go in front of the train. If the train behind your house went 400 miles an hour and hit a, you know, suburban uh, lights out, right? I mean, that right <laughs> cars would just take off from the track into the neighborhoods and things like that. I think you'd have to have a plan for you know, what do you do about intersections? Do you go up and over? Do you go, do you go under them? Well, you know, those kind of things. The, yeah. The truth too is John, you wouldn't be going that fast where that would be an issue. You're not going 400 miles. I'm talking about in the, in the, in the, in the cities, but I would like, but between, between Los Angeles and El Paso, I'd like for you to go 400 miles an hour. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, there would be certain. You just there, vaporize be, coyotes and stuff. Thank you. Well, look at look over here. Like you said, not too far from where I am, they along the along the freeway. They did move those tracks mm-hmm. up over the intersection. They don't exist there anymore. So they go over yeah. that, that the road next to the freeway. And they, I mean, granted, it took a number of years and a hell of a lot of concrete. Yeah. But there you go. There's your economy right there. Can you that imagine? Is, yeah. Every yeah, if you if you built a railway system, you could bring life back to cities like Detroit or you know, St. Louis, or, things like that. Or, or even smaller like Des Moines, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, people are gonna need even the local rail and commuter stuff. Because you're gonna have to build that infrastructure up. I mean, yes, you're not going into Union Station down here. With a with a with a uh, bullet train at 400 miles an hour, but you are going to have some sort of substation that you know that will get you that train quickly. And then yeah, you could on. go. You could go from. Uh, yeah, they, I think they're 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 going to build the bullet train out of Bakersfield or something for L.A. Yeah. So you don't really go from L.A. to San Francisco. You go from Bakersfield, and also to the whole idea of the train transport with all the amenities you could have on it, like I would rather, I'd like commuting, right? I always enjoyed it unless it was crowded and stinky or whatever. But if you've got something where it's comfortable and you could sit there and you got Wi-Fi, you could actually do part of your job as you're on the train, right? Ooh, listening, to to, listening to a Bob Marley cover band play in the, <laughs> in the bar cabin, right? In the, in the car, in the lounge car. Can you imagine? That would be kill awesome. the white man, kill the white man. <laughs> You're all going to your jobs, eh? <laughs> and then, because it's California, you have your cannabis car. <laughs> <laughs> you have everything going right and for here's, you on that here's trip. Here's today's special cannabis barista, <laughs> Kelly. And and every, everyone in the cannabis car is like, God, this trip is taking so long. <laughs> but that Bob Marley band is awesome. We're, we're going so fast. Because we'd, we'd uh, <laughs> extend time, <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> and, you, and you wouldn't have a fresh air fan. You'd just have a recirculating fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just yeah, permeated. Yeah. 
See that that's my billion dollars right there. I'll blow my I'll blow my that billion is a dollar genius wind. idea. Yeah, it should be, blow my billion be, dollars on a rail system. That's going to be the name of today's episode: uh, <laughs> the billion dollar idea and weed <laughs> and cannabis cars. Cannabis <laughs> car. Um, anyway, I was just thinking about that, but I didn't win the lottery, so it's kind of moot, and we'll just continue to work from home. And, and yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that 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 lottery was a billion dollars or whatever. Like, did someone win? One person in Michigan won, I think, right? One Wisconsin. person? Yeah. We haven't heard from that. I wonder what's the matter with them. Why didn't they reach out? They're getting, they're getting every lawyer in the world, and they're, I, and they're, they're, it, they're Zillow it, shopping it, mansions in Malibu because they want to move yeah. there because they think it's great. I don't think my life would change that much if I won a billion. Well, you probably I would, like, I would like to think it would. I would like to think it would. No, it wouldn't at all. Little, what are you talking about, little, John? The little seed of joy. Oh, oh a little bit, eh? I'd have a good day. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? You I'm would joking. never collect because you'd have to leave the house to go get your money. You wouldn't leave it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be sitting there just waiting for the COVID I could to have, get over. I could <laughs> afford the 20 bucks to get have Uber lottery go and get it. I'd have to uh, trust them, though, wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. No, you <laughs> got to sign. Yeah. And you got to sign papers and meet people and stuff. You're That's a hotbed well, of code no, right there. No, here's the thing. If he had that kind of money, he could order a um, like oxygen tanks and a hazmat suit, you know, the whole thing and just go out there oh, yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Kelly, uh, do you have any words? <laughs> All right. We don't know what he said, but he seems happy. And now he's waddling off stage with his giant check. And my thumb up all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not not ours to, to have. So I guess we'll just move on and wait till the next lottery. I don't know. I wonder, some... I wonder if like you're a regular person and you win a billion dollars. How long does it take for you to become a complete asshole? <laughs> right you know you're like a regular dude in michigan you're doing your you? thing and then just every every single person now me i'm already there come on we know yeah, that that's what i was gonna say you yeah, don't need yeah. to there's john no, you can win seven dollars no and 99 there. cents and you're an asshole you don't need a billion dollars to be an <laughs> some of us are just born with a gift but um i have no, an I mean, asshole like, too. I, I was reading i was reading a thing like uh, these guys were talking about working on you know, millionaires' houses, like, you know, restoring their buildings or yeah. know, redoing a kitchen or whatever, and just how awful they were. They had all this, they had enough money to buy a $21,000 light fixture, and they were, you know, jerks about it. And it's like, you know, wow, if you have that kind of money, you could be giving some way or making the world a better place or whatever, but you're, you know, you're just an asshole. And regular people were a lot a lot nicer to work with. And I wonder if you won a billion dollars, would you just instantly go from, I hope I can make my car payment to, Hey, don't scratch my convertible Rolls Royce SUV, you know? Yeah. Mm. I would turn into a, I'd probably be even more scared than I am, which doesn't make sense, but I probably would just, <laughs> well, give me a, would you not worry about your family being taken hostage and shit? No problem. Really? Yeah. The problem, I, I understand that. And I thought, well, you could really hide or whatever, you know, but now you can't with, with social media and the internet. You you couldn't change your name because somebody yeah. stole up a photo of you. Come on. Yeah. Here's here's what you would do, Kelly. Oh, tell me, please. I'm tell glad, me. I'm tell glad me. we're having this conversation. So <laughs> in in my mind, Kelly is one of the finest actors of his time, right? Just quality okay. that, you know, oh, come I, on. I wish, no, I wish we could just go through your IMDb page here 
you know, live and all that kind of stuff, but you're just really good at it. So what you would do is you would just extend that to the, the career path that you should have had. Right. So like right. George, George Clooney, he has, he has some money. Yep. He's probably, you know, a, a target for a, a would be kidnapper. He's, you know, hanging out in the wrong side of the tracks in Tunisia on a, you know, on a movie shoot or whatever, but he gets through it. There are, yeah. you know, get a, get a talent agency to buy you a head of security and get a really good wall around your mansion in the Hollywood Hills and all that stuff. Just, just do that. So here you've got a billion dollars, just go ahead and adopt that lifestyle and use that billion dollars to make hit movies where you are the star unapologetically. The Kelly story. Dun, dun, dun. They don't have to be Cock- hit movie. Cocktail hour, you know, where we go from being yeah. uh, podcasters to uh, saving America from space lasers. You know, well, that the, pe- yeah, people yeah. would eat that shit up. So the, I see what you're saying. So you say, you know, and you would you would actually embrace it more, not hide from it, but actually just embrace yeah. it and make it yeah. even more and say, hey, listen, I won this. You know, I'm not giving it away. I'm going to I'm like, like, you know. People fuck the that poor, have made man. money, huh? Yeah. I mean, fuck if, the poor. Yeah, if Kelly, if Kelly had had just had the right audition, he could have been Indiana Jones or something like that, right? You know, whatever, right? And he so you're, I see what yeah, you're saying. Just live that. Just see the problem though is that you were planning to do that when you came to town anyway, man. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, John. The problem with this is this. Okay, some part of us that sees the George Clooney or Jeff Bezos or all these, whatever, who anybody went out and started with nothing or started a you know, business and made it right. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they, yes, they're targets, but not really, but they have the money to protect themselves. Yeah. So America the is, is not that, a hotbed of kidnapping like Brazil is or Mexico city, you know, that's not true. that bad. But see, the problem is, is that the regular guy that wins the billion dollars, right? The nut jobs out there going, that's not fair. He should give some of that way. He was never going to be an actor. He was never going to be Jeff Jeff Bezos. He's never going to. He's got plenty of money. What would it hurt him for him to give me a million dollars? Right. He's got a billion dollars. See, they they look at us different. They they look at you different if you have not what what they call earned it. Well, but the the thing is, the biggest danger is, hey, I just won a billion dollars. I'm your third cousin on your mother's side, and I have this great business idea, and I'm I just showed up at your door. You know, that kind of thing. And it's not like I'm going to kidnap you. It's just I'm going to annoy you and make it really uncomfortable for you to say, no, cousin Denise, I'm not giving you any money. I would take such great pleasure in all the pe- anybody that would treat me like shit coming and kind of begging. Right. And I'd say, oh, come on. In. I'd be all friendly to him. Right. And then and then let them just talk to me for like two hours. Just all the plans they could do if they just had three hundred thousand dollars. I go, oh, yeah, nice. 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 Then when they get to the end, I say, all right. Well, listen, go fuck yourself. That would be such fun. <laughs> that would be so fun. That would be worth the winning. I see why you think you'd be a target. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. And- yeah, I am yeah, a pillar of think, compassion, you fuckers. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you would say, <laughs> you get there and you would say, that sounds fantastic. I really hope you can raise the money. If you start saving now, you might right. be able to get there. And then, you know, let me put you in touch with somebody who knows how to do what's that thing called? Kickstart on, on the interweb. <laughs> Go fund you. 
Yeah. Fund yourself. And then when they ask you for the money, you say, gee, you know what? If you would have only come to me a year ago or, or come to me two weeks ago, I'm all leveraged out. I don't have, I just don't have any freedom on it. I have no, <laughs> I have no wiggle room on this billion. I'm kind of tied up right now. I put everything in an annuity <laughs> and I get uh, $100 yeah, yeah. a year until I turn 90. Sorry. Oh, um, yeah. No, I, I put everything into comic books. I'm sorry. I got, I'm buying comic books and record albums. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. That's right. Kelly, wait yeah. up somebody's heart. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's love. That's, I love that'll it. get you hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, not, we, yeah. we don't have that problem, do we? No. No. What else is up, gentlemen? What well, up? We were, you know what? Danny and I were talking uh, before Kelly came on. We were talking about uh, zodiac signs and the. Uh, year of the whatever in the on your chinese menu that kind of stuff and how Not menu I, I always think i i have this why do you picture. want to be broccoli now yeah i have this picture of a chinese menu and you know around it is you know year of the ox year of the rat year of the monkey year of the whatever so that's that's chinese how i horoscope think. john is that what it's called horoscope yes. not zodiac I don't well, know. I thought it was horoscope. I don't know. No, what it's the, the signs, man. Yeah, the Chinese, Chinese signs. So Danny, Danny was at one You're time right, Chinese very, zodiac. Yeah, Danny was very interested in that. We were we were talking about our signs and and what they were and, and people people that we that we knew that were you know certain signs. Like I know a lot of Taurus. My wife's a Taurus. I'm a Virgo, and I'm a I'm year of the snake in the in the Chinese new year and that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of them that we realized we didn't know anybody that was a Pisces. Right. Yeah, or, I don't, I don't know any Pisces. I don't think I really don't. I'm on Not the, I, in this Chinese Zodiac thing. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the cusp. So I'm, 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 I'm rat cock <laughs> and I don't, I'm not proud of it, but you, that's what I am. Yeah. It's better be than, better than being the pig ass. <laughs> 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 I think Danny, I think you're the only pig I have ever met. <gasps> That's not true. <laughs> really? I mean, maybe the only pig that that I've ever anyone's ever told me. I mean, I, I certainly I know people that are probably born in the same year that you are, but is there any baggage that goes along with being a pig? Like when you tell, you know, when you tell somebody I'm a dragon, like my brother's a dragon, like, oh, that's, you know, it's cool. Oh, it sounds I'm so a, sexy and cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pig. Oh, tough luck. Mouth. I do know this, that the pig is the, the, the 12th. It's the last sign hmm. of the, the Chinese. Zodiac. Just cleaning up after all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it means we were just lazy. One thing I read something about it says one myth was that the, huh. you know, the pig was late because he overslept. To the to you know whatever Jade huh, yeah. in Emperor, so I don't I don't know, yeah. That's how that's how he got to be last. He was yeah. I don't know what it easy. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Oversleeping and you know it happens to the best of us, right? Yeah. I'm all, I also there's this other thing about the the, the uh, Chinese zodiac. I didn't know is that there when you're when you're a pig or a horse or 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 rat cock, um, you, you know <laughs> there are different qualities too, like other things like earth metal yeah those yeah, kind wood, of things fire. Which, yeah i didn't know that i did that's that's new to me too so I'm, i got to do a little more research in this and see what kind of pig i am uh actually i'm an earth pig whatever that means and last year i mean 2019 was the last year of the pig 
and it was earth pig because it's every 60 years, you know, uh-huh, if it's, okay. if it's wood, it's, you know, every 60 years. So whatever it is, or, or same thing with, with the ox or whatever. So I don't know what all that means, but it, it, it's fascinating and, and kind of right on. I've noticed, you know, we were talking about Zodiac signs, you know, astrological and, and Chinese both. We do see similar qualities or characteristics in people. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not just a bunch of mumble jumble. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. It's not a bunch of mumble jumble, but sometimes uh, I question the. I'm a, I'm a wood snake. And my prediction for this year is this year you have the chance to meet new people. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. I yeah. Mean, I imagine every year I have the chance to meet new people. Can you say, yeah. can you say webcam girl? <laughs> I met only, someone. Only fans. Yeah. I don't know how tall she is. Hey, I just, I just looked up something real quick. It says here in Chinese culture, pigs are the symbol of wealth. Oh yeah. Their, their chubby faces and big ears are sign of signs of fortune as well. Guys, you gotta admit, I'm hmm. pretty chubby in the face, and my ears are came out pretty large from day one. So, I think that see, I'm telling you, it's got some. There's some validity in this. There's some truth. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not as truthful as space ladies from the Jews, but it's pretty damn close. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> oi! What are we at? Anyway, forty eight minutes. Should we keep going? What do you think? Yeah, that's, that's well, what good. do you got going, Cal? What's going on with you? Uh, dreading jury duty I got to deal with in March. Uh, and what was so comforting today in the LA Times is this whole article about how the LA courthouses are just infectious like crazy. And nobody's, they're not really taking any precautions. You know, oh, they take everybody's temperature when you go through the metal detector. That's about really? it. Is anybody listening? I can't, you guys are I can't believe that <laughs> you have to go into court. I think I mean, I so. Guess, I guess that makes sense. You know, they if they did a Zoom, you know, you could have your whole family like, this guy, what do you think? Did he do it? Oh, yeah, he totally, you know, everybody would be listening from home. Well, they, but they, they could at least do the jury selection and stuff by Zoom, couldn't they? Uh, no. Yeah. I, no, you know, the, I mean, they could, but the, I mean, if you if you go to court and do all that, they can't do anything. I mean, nothing works. Like you go in and they shout at you for, you know, not filling stuff out and. You know, the, the whole process is shit. I hate court. I know, and I hate that. And I think I'm picked on. It's like clockwork. Every two years, I get a notice. Anyway. Hmm. Have, you ever been, have you ever been chosen for jury? Not chosen, no. Why do they, why do they um, do you say something, you act crazy and get out of no. it? No, no. Oh, one time I, it was a, they, they, they were asking, uh, now what about, uh, do you have anything against the police kind of thing? I said, no. And I said, uh, and then, uh, and I said, but I do did have a friend who was a cop at a certain city, and and he told me how he would beat up people and stuff <laughs> like that, and like like just drag him in off the street. <laughs> and I said that, and, and that's true, said, or you made oh, that up? No, it's uh, uh, true. Well, many, not 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 not. He did it not unprovoked. He would drive by, you know, they, him him and his partner would be driving by, and somebody would be standing on the street and look at him and go. Fuck you, pigs! And they would just go. Let's pull over, shall we? And take them in and <laughs> beat them up. Ooh. True, true. And you didn't get selected for that jury, huh? I didn't. <clears throat> was it a cop? Was it a cop kind of thing? Cops had beat up some guy. Yeah, it was a cop. That's why I'm saying that. Oh yeah, 
I have yeah. I have been in a jury pool and said some stuff and they dis and they uh distrib you know dismissed everybody behind me. Like except you. Know, you. Like, no, they like I said I said, you know, some bullshit like uh you know, I believe <laughs> that the police are always right. Otherwise, yeah. why you know, if you do something and the police get you, of course you're you know, whatever. And guilty, right? then they say, do you really believe that? And I'm like, yeah. And then you, can you be objective and stuff? And I'm like, look, I can, I can be objective, but I will tell you that all of my decisions are based on my own personal experiences or whatever. I can't put that aside. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to make, and they were just like, Oh shit. And so they dismissed me and everybody after me because they, they were just sure that all the rest of the folks would say the same kind of bullshitty thing that I said. He's nodding their head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he'll get out of this. Yes. <laughs> right. Except the, retire I just think the retirees. The noose is never tight enough. Does that mean anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should bring I back the lead. death penalty. Yeah. That's what I lead with. I go, is this a death penalty state? And I go, sir, this is just a, uh, this is just a uh, common robbery thing. And like, yeah, that's my point. If we do, is death, is, can we do that? Do we have any say in that? I think if you killed more people, there'd be less crime. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm stealing that one. That's During, what I'm using. I'm feeling the format. If you kill more people, less crime. Yeah. yeah. Jury number 11, you're dismissed. <laughs> oh, I, got picked, I got picked for a, a jury. I was an alternate. And then I really, you know, because I don't, I don't ever want to be in a jury trial or any of that stuff, but I got picked as an alternate and then I got the flu and I was like sick. And I called in the next day and I said, look, I am honestly, I'm really sick. I'm not trying to get out of it. And they, and the judge, and they made me talk to the judge and he was like, you know, yes, yes, juror number 11. And, uh, and I said, you know, normally I would, I would have really wanted to get out of this kind of thing. And I, you know, I don't want to do this, but I'm telling you the truth. I'm really sick. I got a high fever and that kind of stuff. And he said, was yeah, it you, true? Did, you did. Yeah, it was totally true. And he said, you didn't look so good yesterday. And I said, I'm really sorry. And he said, I'll dismiss you. And so Fantastic. that was, that was, hold right. on, hold on. I'm writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> really? I got the COVID from coming uh, in to. Geez. I, again, I don't understand. I guess, you know, the wheels of justice have to keep going, but I don't understand why people really do have to physically go in right now. You know, I you agree. Pick, I, I think you could pick a jury through like Zoom. This. Yeah, yeah, like this. You ask questions, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they could do something totally different. They could be outside. Yeah. They could have, you know, just a really quick jury trial. Like, here's a. You know, you know how you go into the pre-selection area and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just have everybody, 100 people standing in Dodger Stadium, very far apart. You know, a metal folding chair and maybe a yeah, yeah. umbrella or something like that. Keep from getting sunburned. And then just do all the cases right there. No jury selection or anything. And you're just given like a like your smartphone or something. And you yeah. say, uh, guilty or not. And they're just like, you know, this guy, uh, he, we, he's uh, suspected of robbing this convenience store. He says, no, the cops say they caught him. Uh, the, the guy behind the counter identified him. What say ye? And everybody's like, doop, doop, doop. And like, you know, 207 say guilty. 42 say not guilty. You're guilty, sir. Next. And you could just, wow. you could yeah. just. Nobody, nobody would ever appeal those. <laughs> yeah. The problem I think with going, <laughs> serving on a jury is is boredom. I mean, I don't think, I mean, 
I don't think I can, you know, they can compete with all the great TV shows of all the things that are going on yeah, out there. I'm right. going, this get, is, I yeah, get you, bored saying, this is boring. I mean, this is a boring case. Why can't so I get you want one? Like like, a, you want like a CSI case where they reconstruct uh, a video of the bullet entering the eye socket and exit yeah, the back I want of the, the fun stuff. You know, yeah. I want, you know, I want the Charlie Manson stuff or I want that. you know, Oh, OG no, you C- don't. No? You know how long that, that jury was sequestered? What am yeah. I doing right now? And if I had my high-speed train, it wouldn't be a problem, would it? You're in and out, getting your $25 a day. I, yeah. the, the case the case that they chose me for that I didn't get on was like a couple of, you know, like three city employees and, and somebody was suing somebody else. And it was one of those quid pro quo things. Like, if you have sex with me, I'll give you promotion over this other guy. So nobody was Is happy. that a crime? It's some kind of crime. And, oh, and the thing was, it was like a city employee sex scandal. I don't remember who or why, so I'm not I'm not breaking any confidentiality agreements or anything like that. But the people were so unattractive. And so they're talking about <laughs> this lady sleeping with this guy or whatever. And then you just you look at her and you look at him and then you get this mental picture and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. I got the flu. <laughs> 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 that's how you got sick and got out of jury duty. I looked yeah, at them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, that's the thing. You can't talk to these people in your jury. You got to listen to the, you know, and you just can't go up to them going, let me, let, let me, let me, let me ask you a question. Really? You decide to have, you know, in this particular case, like you decided to have an affair, you know, and this is the one you chose. That's like, a great why? idea. Yeah, if, they let, if they let the jury the members just have us. Okay. Number four, it's your turn for a statement. I'm very disappointed in the both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm just that's really all I have to say. I don't care whether you're guilty or not. I'm just I'm disappointed in all of this. <laughs> and you just shank yeah. and shank. What were, were you thinking? Back in the back, and this I, this is your, all your fault. Why did you hire these people? <laughs> yeah. Uh fun times. All right. All right. Okay. Episode seventy three. All right. Thank you for listening, uh Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sarah, we, we, no, we have, a, we have, our numbers are growing. We're getting, we're getting more people. It's, yeah, yeah. if we started calling out all the people we knew, we'd, we'd be here for more. We're, we have hundreds of listeners. We don't. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. We have, we have like 750 subscribers to the, to the channel now. And that's, that's not like casual listeners that click, you know, we get, thousands of those but this is subscriber numbers good heavens yeah well if i win the lottery those people are going to get a little something extra in their stocking i'm just telling you that so keep listening keep listening for for those wins all right thanks everybody goodbye gentlemen see you folks